Welcome back to the Honest to Goodness podcast. I'm your host, Morgan, with my co-host here, Carrie. And we are going to be discussing the second episode of When Calls the Heart of season one. I'm so excited we're finally getting to do this. I know. Like, I've, I've been wanting to do this for so, so, so long. Like, literally since we started the podcast. I think I was more excited to go back and review the series from the beginning more than I was like getting to review season eight. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I'm so excited. I'm so glad we're finally getting to do it. Um, Mm -hmm. So gosh, it's still really weird to watch it. So like early on when like there's so many people that aren't there, they're the way that the costumes are what's happening how the characters are with each other like it's like I didn't necessarily forget how Gallon was per se but Mm -hmm. I guess sometimes I I I, I'm like wow he was really just like something else Mm -hmm. but also knowing what I know the meeting between him and Jack in this episode brought a whole different light Mm -hmm. obviously yeah I yeah. think one of my favorite moments in this episode, honestly, was, I mean, there's some great moments, but I love when Jack's trying to talk Elizabeth out of going into the mine. Yeah. When Dottie Ramsey shows up, like, I forgot she wasn't just another one of the widows. Right? Honestly, like, I'd completely yeah. forgotten that. But then and he then the all widow of a sudden, and like whenever the, uh, the, some of the women brought the food over, and one of the women that actually gets married to one of the new miners that comes in later in the episode or mm. later into the season or possibly next season I can't really remember I think she was the first season because it was like the first wedding ever done in, in Hope Valley yeah actually. yeah she was like the first bride of, uh, that we got that we had in Hope Valley yeah. and like just knowing that just seeing her face and knowing that that's gonna eventually happen just like yeah yeah um but yeah watching Jack like try to talk Elizabeth out of going into the mine we'll need to protect her and then other people show up yeah like try to talk her out of it and he stands up for her and when he goes over to her and is like I wish you weren't doing this but I understand why you are just promise me you'll be careful yeah like you know it's like really another like it was like probably the first like really emotional time that we got to see Jack be worried about Mm her uh and to show he cared like obviously he did other like small little moments like him picking up the books and carrying them inside the saloon for and so uh obviously the sticker not, the sticky note on the forehead you were snoring i didn't want to wake you <laughs> i was not snoring women don't snore <laughs> been writing in that journal of course that's what it's for anything about me in there <laughs> Well, you did tell me to write about how I forced you here in Hope Valley. So, <laughs> the way of force is a strong word. <laughs> oh, man. I love watching them. Oh, my gosh. I forgot how much I love their dynamic. So much. I miss Daniel listening so much. Just like this man, like, I forgot just how good he is because, like, one thing about him is that he, like, he's one of those actors that can really act with facial expressions like he doesn't his even have eyes. to say yeah just his eyes even like he doesn't even have to move an eyebrow and you can mm-hmm. know exactly what this man is thinking and I love that mm-hmm. I love that because like there was that scene obviously uh with the actually it was the opening scene where she's talking about gravity and like mm-hmm. 
at first he's like, yeah, you're failing at this. You're going to be running home very quickly after this. And then she, of course, in the second proves him wrong. And you could just see that little face at first. He's like, oh, he's like, oh, great. She is great. She's actually a good teacher. Great. She's going to be sticking here for a long time. And then you actually see him start smiling at the thought of her being like this. So it's like, and then when she looks at him and he can't let her see him smiling. No, he's like, no, you are not going to get to see me smile. I do not like you. And I'm going to make sure you know that I do not like you. I'm not giving you the satisfaction. <laughs> None. Not happening. <laughs> and that's one of the things that they also do. Like, they don't let the other one see or hear anything good come out of their mouths towards each other. So whenever he actually gives her a compliment of, like, don't, like, be careful Mm-hmm. it's like okay mm-hmm. yeah I yeah. love when uh when Abigail comes home you know because okay in this episode um we see that the widows are given notice by Henry Gowan that they will have to uh, vacate their oh. row houses to make room for the new miners so they're trying to figure so the women decide to go into the mines uh themselves and work in order to keep their homes and not have to leave coal valley and everything and elizabeth is you know trying to help in any way she can she feels a little bit helpless and when she sees jack sitting out there on the horse and she walks up to him she's like you're just everywhere aren't you he's like well it is my job to protect the town you know she's like don't you have anything better to do than to sit around looking all smug? <laughs> like, <laughs> and then when he tells her to uh, that uh, if there was ever a time for her to use those big city brains to figure out another way out of this mess, it's now. And then she's like venting in her journal about Jack not doing anything. And then just out of frustration, she's like, big city brains. Like, I'm supposed to figure a way out of this? Actually. Uh, like, <laughs> like I love that like oh like the bickering that they have is just so oh. I, it's like I, it honestly is one of those things that makes them iconic mm-hmm. like nothing that Luke and Lucas does in their relationship no matter like they are like I'm they're growing on me a tiny bit a very very mm-hmm. tiny bit but not, I'm sorry, they can try as hard as they can, but they will never have another Jack and Elizabeth. They They'll not, never have the same dynamic. No, absolutely not. Which I wasn't expecting her and Nathan to have one either, but I'm not going to lie, they are a lot closer to having that dynamic. Yeah. Even in season nine, they had that dynamic with like the way that they poked fun at each other whenever he got hurt in the hospital. Nathan that Grant. <laughs> of them and the more i watch season one with their bickering the more it makes me realize they were so close to being almost another jack and elizabeth not quite obviously i know that i'm not you know but very close very close yeah yeah Yeah. one of the fun scenes in this one to me is um when Elizabeth shows up at the mine well you know when when the ladies are originally talking you know what are we going to do whatever and Elizabeth's like do you mind if I make a suggestion and she offers to 
She's like, I've been thinking about this. And maybe if you all pull your money, you could hire a lawyer to help fight this for you. And Florence goes, uh, you can think about this till the cow, little Miss Princess, you can think about this till the cows come home. But I don't, <laughs> you know, whatever. So I love that every just, single time Elizabeth ever comes and opens her mouth and all the ladies are, are there. Florence is always the one that pipes up and says something about Elizabeth being a princess. Okay. Okay, speaking of Florence, she says in this episode she has two children. And if you in future, like we've literally only seen her son once, and that was in like what season eight or season nine? Yeah. And what about the little girl that came into the class crying? I can't remember what her name is. And I literally just got done rewatching the episode just to make sure I had everything. Rachel? Rachel, mm -hmm. she said that her mom had come and told her that they were leaving Hope Valley. And as far as we know, Florence was the only one that for sure said that they were leaving. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know if we ever yeah, hear we Rachel's last name. What was the other girl? Because I remember us talking about this at one point of us trying to figure out who it was that Gabe had kissed. And we said yes. it was either Rachel or I cannot think of the other girl's name. Sure. I literally just watched it and I cannot think of the other girl's name, but I, I think know, it was the other. I just watched it too. So like, and I can't remember, but sorry, there was a fly like flew in my ear right there. That's what the jerk was. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know we do not edit this podcast. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. We're keeping the fly in. Uh, yeah. So. <sighs> I cannot think of her name, but I think it was the other girl. I don't think it was Rachel. I think it was the other girl that gave it was the other girl because the look on her, which Rachel did definitely made it seem like she was actually might be the girl. And I don't the other know girl was just acting so uncomfortable though, like messing with her collar and whatever. Yeah, she like, seemed kind of uncomfortable. And I and now honestly, I kind of feel like maybe the reason why she was uncomfortable was because she likes Gabe. Hmm. Yeah. And obviously hearing him talk about kissing another girl and then wanting to marry her. But then again, her reaction isn't totally like a reaction I would think a little girl would think is for her first crush, admitting that he kissed another girl. But I think I, she's the one that he kissed, though. I don't think it was Rachel. I think it was the girl that was acting so Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I Rachel yeah. made it seem like she could have been the girl, but honestly, the other yeah. girl who we cannot figure out the name for. Somebody let us know what that girl's name was because we literally just watched this and we can't remember. So it goes to show you our brains are mush. I just got out, I just got done like working an eight-hour shift. Carrie's been pretty much doing exactly the same thing at home. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I had uh, to work our brains are a little far a little fried right now. But um yeah. I thought that that was so adorable though, for him to like come up and that be the reason why. I forgot how much I missed Gabe. I know. I love Gabe. Like, I would love for him to like come. I wish that he would be one of the ones that would come back for season 10. I know. Like maybe he became a Mountie and he wanted to come to, he wanted to come to, to uh, Miss, Miss Thatcher, mm -hmm. Mrs. Thornton. <laughs> Mm -hmm. and uh do that and like you know come to her and thank him for thank her for how tiny emily is too oh my word i know 
like it's so crazy to look at how everything is totally changed and then like mm-hmm. it's so weird not to see like bill and rosemary mm-hmm. and lee and like bill doesn't even show up until the second season i know well no bill bill shows up in season one i'm pretty sure lee doesn't show up until season two but no i just looked at it he comes in i think in season two okay i thought he came in in season one to help jack with the no. investigation no he comes that's when the, the investigation is starting for season two okay yeah See, it's, been, it's literally been years since i've watched this guy so y'all are getting practically start the investigation and season one but from what i understand it's season two because i actually started season two but the, uh, i finished season one and i was about to start season two when i stopped because season eight came out i mean season nine came out yeah and so i was watching obviously preoccupied with season nine and i forgot to pick it back up after season nine mm-hmm. um and i was looking and the very episode that i left off of was the was the episode where bill comes in because like literally the picture you see when you click on that episode is bill in his investigator's hat and all that that he and whenever he first showed up in the valley i was like no way does bill not show up until season two right like bill is like the father of hope and that's crazy because we like no like season two up until season eight was like the worst season of when calls the heart and like Mm -hmm. i'm telling you it gave us some of the best characters and best scenes and it's like totally like forgotten about because everybody either thinks that it happened in season one or it happened in season three. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, crazy. season eight was the new season two. Yeah, um, pretty much. Pretty, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. I love the element of community in this. And when I was watching it, I was kind of struck by remembering how far Elizabeth has come as much as we don't like oh. things about Elizabeth right now of just how far she has come and how much she has put her shoulder to the wheel and gotten in there with them. I love when she comes out of the mine and she's like covered in coal dust and Jack's sitting there and like just tips his hat to her and grins oh. and shakes his head like, girl, you're something. <laughs> I miss him so much. Like, oh. The charisma off of that right? man. Like, yeah. Y'all, like, just them looking at each other <laughs> sends, like, lightning bolts across the screen. I know, right? I'm just, like, I honestly hope that my, like, I really honestly hope that Nicole's theory of it being a dream of, mm-hmm. you know, them together, or was that mine? I can't remember which, who, because I had a theory about it, and then she had a theory about yeah. it. I know someone, whether one of us said, like, they theorized her getting her own version of what Laura, uh, what uh, Abigail got in When Hope Calls. Yeah, that was Which, you. That was you. Yeah. Okay. I thought so, but I wasn't sure. Yeah. Um, though I like, I obviously like Nicole's better because that would mean that Nathan and Elizabeth get together, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> We're not going to go there. We're talking about season one. We're not going to go there. I'm trying very very hard okay um so i really like i would love for that to have that if it wasn't the other dream that nicole did i would love for it to be the dream that i that i thought would, would be nice would be her getting closure from jack mm-hmm. i think that that would be 
And plus, like, it would go within what's going on because, like, it's it's a totally different thing for you to just be dating someone and going out there and putting yourself out there again to date and say I love you to someone and bring someone around your kid. And then to add in the element of being engaged mm-hmm. and very quickly approaching marriage. So mm-hmm. I, I feel like that would be honestly the perfect time to have her have a dream of him, like giving, I guess, giving his blessing mm-hmm. and giving her closure of knowing that she's doing the right thing. Yeah. I loved at there were several just really good lines in this movie or this episode and I wanted to write some of them down but I was actually driving part of the time that I was watching yeah. watching it so I didn't get to write anything down but I love um what is it uh there was one she said there was one she said at the very end something about that there's a cost to the things that really matter in life huh I loved the one she said at the end where she said there's a cost to the things that really matter in life. Yeah. And I don't remember everything she said after that, but I remember that line, that specific line, like really standing out to me. Um, But yes, can we talk about Jack leaving that note on her forehead? (laughs) He is so cute. I know. He is so cute. Like, I love whenever he fixed himself, like, fixed his face, because he was, like, full-on fixing to just grin at her whenever she's doing the whole gravity uh, thing with the kids. Yeah, when she, like, he's turning around, like, what are you doing? Because she's, like, pulling her shoe off, letting her hair down, he's, like, (laughs) I sure didn't have any teachers like this when I was in school. Right? (laughs) A culture shock um yeah and then uh, like opening that crate and like picking up one of her dresses like and this is for one of the kids uh, she's like (laughs) done with him done with him yeah oh my word yeah i i love because some of the girls went to the crate and started picking out her shoes she's like what like you can just tell she's like why is everybody going to that crate (laughs) leave that crate alone just like, him going right. over to help her yeah. with those crates he's like you need some help like you know you can tell he's being a little bit sarcastic with it and then he walks over may I like will you just let me help you you know I thought he stood there for a minute and just kind of took in the view from on yeah, the just let her struggle for just a minute kind of gave her a second to kind of you know and then did it yeah that was yeah. really cute that was funny I love when she walks in like after he tells her, you know, to use her big city brains to help find a way out of this. And when it finally dawns on her what she needs to do, she goes to the saloon to do some research. And uh, Mr. Travoy is like, we're closed, Miss Thatcher. She's like, I'm not here to drink, Mr. Travoy. <laughs> Whiskey differently. I don't think they're for me. <laughs> Talking mm-hmm. about the heavy books on the... Uh, on the crates yeah uh I loved too like when it's showing I guess like the next night after class or whatever of her sitting there studying and he's like more coffee she's like yes please and he pours her coffee leave it because <laughs> I mean that's what you see in westerns all the time it's like leave the bottle you know whatever so she's telling him to leave the pot of coffee <laughs> oh gosh oh my word 
And this is just kind of also reminding me just how much the show has changed because like, you know, we don't have that much time to just see those intimate moments anymore because usually it's switching to a whole nother character and kind of adding to their story. Mm-hmm. And so I would love for season 10 to be a little bit more of like that. Yeah. You know, like, don't get me wrong. I love the extra characters that we have. Yeah. Like, I love the Canfields. Like, for instance, I would love for the Canfield family to do more. Like, especially, like, to see Joseph preach or pray or give, like, godly advice or different things like that. Don't get me wrong. But it's just moments like that of her just sitting in the saloon, like, with books all around, all around her and her coffee and her, like, you know, getting, like, into something, you know, yeah. to fix the situation. Mm-hmm. And I would love the same thing for Nathan because like, that's what I loved about Jack was that he's, he always had something in his hand that involved him being a Mountie. Well, I mean, you even saw that in this episode that as much as he's telling her, hey, you need to be, you know, using your wits to figure out a way out of this. And then it's showing her sitting there and kind of pans up and then it switches to he's sitting in his room, reading a book, trying to figure out, trying to learn stuff about this coal disaster to find out okay what could have been what could have happened what could have been better like something what? happened that could have been prevented there was no way that there was not something that happened that could have been prevented whether mm-hmm. gallon knew or not he that i don't i feel like he he thought that he, i feel like he had that nagging feeling that it was gallon that gallon he messed pretty up much somewhere. told gallon that without actually yeah, telling him exactly and you could tell on gallon's face that that was what he was insinuating with that mm-hmm. and obviously he said in a way that gallon could not say anything to his supervisor and be like this bounty is accusing me of murder you mm-hmm. know what i mean because he wasn't but i feel like that's something that was really nice too was that they both were doing something that is pivotal in the, mm-hmm. in the town of coba that's going to make a huge difference in this town mm-hmm. um obviously jacks is a lot more longevity like it's mm-hmm. something that's going to just kind of you're beginning you're pieces in each episode yeah. And sometimes we don't even get a piece for another two or three episodes because it's just that gradual. Mm-hmm. I like that as aspect because you're, you're, you're seeing, you know, his smarts, his, you know, his brains working, not just his brawn. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that was one thing that really stood out to me about Jack too, was that at first his stuff with the Mounties was calm. And the next thing you know, he got, you know, he gets into a fight or he, you know, uses guns. But I liked yeah. that aspect was that, you know, it, it, it reminded me of that because most of my pivotal moments that come to my mind when I think about Jack and his like Mountie moments, mm-hmm. I don't think about the times where he's sitting like Elizabeth researching. I think about the times he's obviously like, you know, chasing after people on Sergeant and things like that. I'm not thinking about the times that he's sitting in the jail or sitting in his room and he's doing that mm-hmm yeah so it's kind of nice to kind of see that aspect of, of jack again to see that yeah. part of him. i have missed cat too cat yeah. but i'm not ready to give up on this like i'd love that i know yeah i've really i've really missed her i've loved that we see molly now as a bigger character like i feel like florence is a pretty vocal person already pretty much from yeah, the first episode more vocal yeah she's definitely more vocal than molly i noticed that yeah. i noticed that too in this episode yeah yeah um i love when i can't i love whenever they they uh one of the persons uh sees that uh the bird's not chirping yes <laughs> 
Did you even check this bird before screaming like a banshee to get it down with his mind? She's like, I swear that thing was dead. It was not making a peep. She's like, well, peep it now. <laughs> oh, and Elizabeth's first attempt at cooking. She made a stew out of that stew. Yeah. <laughs> and the biscuits. And the biscuits. <laughs> I love how she's like, what? Jinx, that means Santa. Oh, yeah. We might be getting closer to even now. <laughs> I feel like I'm still off by a hundred. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, oh, I, I loved um when Elizabeth found the, you know, obviously she gets the students to help her with the research to try to find a way to save the row houses. And then um when she finds the uh domain. Act, yeah. Was, yeah yeah where they were gonna repaint the houses yeah and she goes in to mr yost buys the paint from him and um then when mr gowan and mr spurlock show up the next day and give her like two cans of paint mr mr yost forgot that the rest had already been spoken for quote unquote i did love the fact like i feel like i feel like going back and rewatching it i can appreciate more of the soft side of henry that you actually do see whereas when yeah, i first watched yeah. this all i thought of him was his mean but i'm see knowing his character arc now i'm seeing little glimpses of that already but when because i mean at this point he is seeming just completely harsh and you know uncaring and whatever but when he tells her for what it's worth i applaud your ingenuity that would have been a really good way to shut this down you know when he is actually yeah. genuinely complimenting her yeah and almost, and honestly, it, almost completely yeah and honestly i feel like we can't completely blame gown for reacting like he's been he's reacting right now to everything right because i mean we know the truth about what all happened with the coal mine in fact like when season 10 picks up we're really i feel like we're really going to dive back down deep into it so i'm glad that we're kind of revisiting this because we're we're going back to the beginning mm -hmm. uh and we're going to find out more information that we didn't even know <laughs> we're, we're going to find out more we're going to be finding out even more information that we probably don't even know now that's going right. to come out in season 10 that's going to make it really interesting when we when we finish rewatching season one mm -hmm. but um yeah like i remember watching season one and being like oh my gosh i hate this man like mm -hmm. i cannot wait to see this man's downfall and now mm -hmm. it's like my heart sinks to my stomach thinking about uh that gowan in that jail in season nine i'm mm -hmm. like oh my gosh like you know which was still funny whenever he like got it when nathan let him out and then <laughs> forgot to put it back in is everything is there a problem no no everything's good, good. Gowan would not have come back. <laughs> no. Season one would not. Have, but then again, I have a feeling Jack would have made the same mistake. <laughs> I feel like he would have made the same mistake. Yeah. Yeah. That is hilarious. Um, but no, I I love 
uh, watching how Jack is pretty much being as involved as he can be without crossing his boundaries because he knows where his boundaries lie. And I also he, think he's like, he's not wanting to get attached because he doesn't want mm -hmm. to be there. Mm -hmm. And he's already put his, his request to be, to leave and be switched to another post and everything like that. So obviously he knows it's out there and he knows there's a chance he would actually be, that would, that request would be accepted. Mm -hmm. but I feel like even in this episode you can kind of see him going a little bit like huh I might actually like this place after all like eventually yeah. I, you know you can kind of see like not full-blown but you can see like little like little bits where he's like okay this man this might not be too too bad you know mm -hmm. yeah he still wants yeah. to go after them uh them risky those uh whiskey runners yeah um, them, them risky runners yeah <laughs> The Wesley Webbit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's what we should name this episode. Whiskey Runners and Rescue Rabbits. Oh my gosh, I should. <laughs> That is happening. That is happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, that you is guys that is You know where it came from. Um, God, <laughs> but no, like I'm, I'm so excited to continue this like getting to review all the seasons and everything like that it's like so much fun okay but like i <clears throat> the fact that we see <clears throat> sorry <clears throat> i'm apparently struggling with a uh, itch in my throat now mm. the fact that we see um jack and elizabeth on this walk at the end of episode two like i want to know how that came about like how did the two of them? Like did they at, did they just so happen to start walking down the same street? Because usually he's on sergeant. Yeah, yeah. Usually he's on sergeant riding around on sergeant, and but it's he's, not even like they're walking through town. It's like they are outside of town, just out for a stroll. Yeah, I think I know like, that story. And actually, I think they're on the road mm -hmm. that Elizabeth and Lucas get engaged on. Maybe. I think it is. I think no. Obviously, it looks different. Did because, you just uh, ruin that for me, Morgan? I'm sorry. <laughs> it just came to my mind. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. Oh man. But no, like. Her, their conversation right there is so cute. And I know we already kind of mentioned it earlier where he's like uh, asking her, has she been writing in her journal? She's like, of course, that's what it's for. And he's like, what do you think about me in there? And she's like, that's why it would be a private journal. <laughs> well, I hope it's not all bad. You know, uh, like them having that conversation and him just telling her, you know, yes, at first I was upset, but, you know, kind of, oh, that reminds me, another Another point um, in this con in, in this episode, a conversation between the two of them 
is after he has helped her bring the crates into the saloon and uh, he basically says something about, oh, it's when she finds the journal. And he's like, be sure to write in it that, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And she's like, oh, so we're back to that, are we? I thought we had already moved, moved on from that. And he's like, we have, but I just want you to remember that as long as you're tied to your father's apron strings, I will be too. And like, he's basically telling her in that moment, grow up. Yeah. Without actually telling her that. And that, that moment really stuck out to me. Well, I mean, if you think about it from his point of view, he knows who sent these crates of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just another reminder of who she is and the fact that she's got a rich daddy that steps their fingers and gets everything yeah. she wants. You know what I mean? So I totally get why he felt like that because he's still big, he's still mad that his entire life gets ruled around because this man has money. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, that's literally the only reason why Jack got put into Hope Valley is because another man had the power and money to get him put there. Mm-hmm. Yes, he so happens to be by fate the man, the the one Mountie, and all of the fleets of Mounties out there to get picked, but still. Mm-hmm. He get he, yeah yeah I mean so I can I can understand his frustrations there, but I also of course understand Elizabeth's because she doesn't want him there either. <laughs> she right. wants to prove herself. Like the one of the things was is that she wants to be able to prove to herself and to her family that she's not this fragile little thing that she can do this and she can bring this this these this education to these children that need it far more than the, ch- the children that are in the city that she lived in. Mm. Which I totally agree because I mean at that point it's like she said I think even in the pilot movie they've got enough teachers in the city mm-hmm. to handle the kids that are in the city these che- these kids in this city will have an education mm-hmm. but there is a chance that these kids in the West will not get an education. Yeah. Well, so, and I mean, like in this episode when when Abigail comes home as she's so wore out and stuff and Elizabeth's like I wish you know there was more I could do you know like do my part. And Abigail tells her, you're doing your part by taking care of the children. Like, Elizabeth doesn't feel like she's doing anything, but actually she's doing a lot because those mothers are not having to worry about their children throughout the day. They know where their children are, that they're safe, that they're cared for, that they're looked after, and they don't have to worry about them. She's a built-in babysitter for the whole town, is what she is. Pretty much. And not only that, they don't have to worry about their being, like, their children having to go back, go into these very minds in order to make a living because they're getting an education that maybe they didn't get. Exactly. You know, because if you think about it, a lot of mothers back in those times didn't get an education either because they were pretty much made to be just caregivers. Mm -hmm. They were taught how to keep another human alive. Mm -hmm. They were taught how to cook, how to clean, how to take care of a baby, how to take care of their husbands and take care of the, the animals and the livestock and the laundry and the cooking and all these other things. But as far as like math and science and reading and writing and things like that, a lot of those women back in those times did not do that. They this didn't get time. It's driving me nuts. <laughs> Apparently, it's my turn to deal with the bugs since Nicole's not here. <laughs> it's my turn to be dealing with the bugs, but this this fly is driving me nuts. Uh, <laughs> we miss you, Nicole. Yes, we do. So it is. It's it's kind of nice that it's just us again, like old times. It kind of reminds me of old times too. Yeah. 
but we do we do love and miss you nicole yes we do yes we do well there have been a lot of times that it's been like just me and nicole there haven't been very many times in a long time that's just been me and you i know it's been it's definitely been a while yeah 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 it's been nice um, so um i think we pretty much wrap up the episode mm-hmm can we talk about Kevin's biceps in his birthday photo, though? Were that photoshopped? No. Those were not photoshopped, sweetheart. You could see the vein in his well, arm. When when Ben posted his photo, I wondered if he was, like, making fun of Kevin or... I mean, Most I likely was- because it's Ben. And you know how his and Kevin's friendship is. This is true. I still want to see Hickam with a girl. I know. Like, I want Hickam and Faith and Nathan and May. That's my final decision. I don't care what the crap happens in season 10. I'm about sick and tired of it. And it hasn't even started. (laughs) Because I'm not, I'm trying to psych myself out, but there's so much going on. And we haven't even gotten that much, like, back. And I guess it's just because the showrunner knows Andrea. That bugs me. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I, I want to talk about it, Kevin's biceps because I'm telling you that was not Photoshop. You can see the vein in that man's arm. Like, what is he beating himself up for? Like, what the mess? Like, if they just start showing those guns, those that red search, I don't see him having sleeves. Okay, now it now it is time for a wood chopping scene with the sleeves Amen, rolled sister. up. Amen, sister. Oh my gosh. It's funny that I'm saying that because honestly, I'm not a muscles person. Like, muscles are not like super attractive to me, but still. Honestly, for me, it's not either, especially when a guy is purposely showing them off. It's definitely not, you know, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. That picture of Kevin made me look a couple of times. <laughs> so. And I don't think anyone's going to be shocked that I said that. In fact, I guarantee you a lot of a lot of people are going to be tuning into this episode to see my reaction. <laughs> oh man. Talk about a throwback, y'all. On Facebook, just a few days ago, what maybe like three, four days ago, maybe. Yeah. That in my Facebook memories, it popped up the story from when well, it was for Kevin's birthday. Yeah, it w- in fact, it was for Kevin's birthday. We, it's, I, it was, okay. So Carrie announced that she was going to be joining me for a live on Instagram. And based on how she put it in her story, it was on Kevin's birthday. Mm-hmm. And it was, I'm pretty sure that was our first ever live. I think like, so. What was it, two years ago? Live. Huh? What was it, two years ago now? Yeah, two years ago. Oh, yeah, we've already, I know we've already celebrated our one-year anniversary, but yeah, yeah, our podcast is officially two years old now. That's crazy. And this random girl has become my sister that <laughs> we even wear matching shirts now. So, like... <laughs> I know, like, you, you've visited me here in Louisiana twice now. Mm-hmm. I mean, you literally went to my mom's wedding. Mm-hmm. Like, that's crazy. I tell you what, if this crazy, stupid show that we love 
but it is on our nerves. Yeah. Puts us in therapy. (laughs) If it it has done nothing else. (laughs) If it has done nothing else, it has brought a lot of people together and created a lot of wonderful friendships and a wonderful family. And um Obviously, we wouldn't have this podcast without it, and we wouldn't have our little group of friends from doing that, which I'm so very grateful for. Um, I know. That's why I can't wait for Roma Drama to finally drop when they're going to have Roma Drama so that we can all go and all be together. Right. Roma Drama, yes. do your job. But uh, I know it's, it's absolutely crazy that it's been two years. Mm-hmm. First of all, it's crazy that we even kept this up hmm didn't like stop I think we deserve a round of applause for ourselves <laughs> for sure but yeah that's oh man that's so crazy mm-hmm. yeah and I mean it's not going to be much longer until we celebrate the anniversary of our first episode where right. you surprised me with Kevin's cameo and everything mm-hmm. else oh man that's so crazy and obviously we're talking about I feel like we were talking about season eight and like how excited we were for season eight and everything. Yeah. Um, and now we're fixing, we're going to be doing almost the same thing soon, talking about how excited we are about season 10. We've got four months. How far can we go in that time? Are we even going to get through season one? We might have to double I feel up. Like we'd be able, I feel like we'll be able to completely cover season one before season 10 starts. Yeah, maybe. I feel like we'll we will be. I feel like we'll be able to do that hopefully fingers crossed if we have to if we see we're running out of time we'll have to like release two episodes a week instead of just one yeah but we we pulled that off uh so okay not talking about Kevin's picture but they officially put out the season 10 poster yes which is beautiful I think it's absolutely perfect for season 10 absolutely perfect I mean, to me, it embodies exactly what season 10, I hope what season 10 is going to be about, which is basically Elizabeth. Mm -hmm. Because we wouldn't have the show, obviously, without her character. She is literally the whole point of the show. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's about her life. You know, yes, Jack was a very pivotal part of her life. Mm -hmm. And Lucas is going to be a very big part, a pivotal part of her life, just like Little Jack is, just like Rosemary and I can't talk Rosemary and Lee you know but at the end of the day it is about her life and her story and what all her life has been since starting her her journey in Cole Valley Mm -hmm. now Hope Valley Uh, I think I I think this is like I said earlier I think this is giving me more an appreciation as much as she's driving me nuts right now this is giving me a deeper appreciation for how far she has come um and even like the other characters and to see how far molly has come how far florence has come and to see them in how much their lives have changed and to hope to see elizabeth continue her character change over these next few seasons as we see her get married and you know just continue her life and getting past the loss of jack yeah I, it does kind of make me of course also think about like had daniel not left what that yeah. would be like like would the show actually be celebrating a season 10 anniversary 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I mean, you know, there could be very well a chance that if he stayed, they they we wouldn't be getting a season ten. I feel like that's not likely, but you just never yeah. know. Yeah. Um, you know, and of course, like obviously, right now we're just covering season one, and, and as far as I know, the only person that's going to come to town that is going to be very big is Rosemary. Mm-hmm. So, and boy, does she make a big enough. <laughs> A very rosemary introduction. <laughs> uh, so, and uh, like, and it's so exciting that we're watching season one because we're going to get to see Rosemary for the first time again. But in season 10, she's going to finally have her baby. Oh, no. Like, ah, but again, back to the poster. So, <laughs> I know we keep getting all sidetracked and everything, uh, which honestly, I feel like you guys are totally used to. Uh, but they would, like, they would, they would, they would, they would, they yeah so apparently um i obviously haven't seen it because i haven't really stayed on social media as far as like the would cause the heart community uh mm-hmm. part of the social media uh i've been hearing from different sources that a lot of people don't like the the, the poster i don't know how you couldn't like it is gorgeous it's absolutely beautiful and i feel like it's the perfect representation because you're not only getting elizabeth yeah. being the center of it I, I actually love the fact that you don't have anybody else but Elizabeth because you can't make speculation out of it. Yeah, and it's kind of a silhouette picture too. Like it's not even, it's-, it's Yeah, it's not even her full body. Beautifully done. Yeah, it's beautifully, beautifully done. done. And I love that the church mm-hmm. is in it too because like that is a big pivotal thing. Yeah. From, since, since season one. Mm-hmm. You know, because like obviously the church was burned down. Jack was the one that got to rebuild it. Every, how it was burned down is all been is all going to be talked through with season one, which we're going to cover obviously. Um, I mean, maybe selling young man, but I'm not buying. I'm not buying. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait to watch season two. Oh man, I know. I've always There's hated season two. two. Now looking forward to it. I know, I know. And, um, but I love that because like also the church is obviously a sense of, uh, is a big pivotal part of the, the show as well because not only is it a church, but it's also obviously the schoolhouse. Right. It's where Jack and Elizabeth got married. Um, it's, it holds a lot of special memories uh, in my mind for Nathan and Elizabeth. Um, mm-hmm. And Lucas and Elizabeth, I guess um i will i will say this now that we've like talked about all this stuff apologies to anybody that this is your first time like watching this show and you don't know what's gonna happen and you didn't want any spoilers this is not the podcast i guess we do need to put like hashtag spoilers for anyone for after yeah like abby we we do spoilers all the time if you're watching Okay, I'm just gonna say it this way. You can't get mad at us if you didn't want spoilers if you're coming to a podcast that talks about a show that you're watching. Because true. we're gonna talk about the show. Because we're not necessarily reviewing it. We're no, just we're recapping kind of it. Yeah, we're recapping. Yeah, so yeah. we're not reviewing it for the first time. And even honestly, reviews are also the same way. Mm-hmm. Most of the time people do a review on a movie or a TV show is because they watch the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But anyways, yeah. sorry, not sorry, okay? 
Uh, if anything, we're saving way. you from a ton of heartbreak, okay? Exactly. So, honestly, you should be thinking this. Um, yeah. I know, I know, like, I, like, there's a lot of things I'm looking forward to, and obviously there's a lot of things I'm not looking forward to watching no. again. Well, the good thing about it for us now is when these things that we don't like happen, we don't have to wait a year to watch yeah see that kind of come to a yeah to a head yeah and see like the full thing of it yeah i i was actually thinking about this on the right on the way home whenever i kind of started about started thinking about what was going to be um in the episode and of course in season 10 so Mm -hmm. obviously in season one one of the big things is like obviously there's like this big tragic loss Mm -hmm. not just the people in the town but also they closed the mine I think in this season as well, right? Like they permanently close it. it is, or think. no, that might be the that might be the beginning of season two, but it's it's, it's in yeah, it's, yeah. But it's within this round. Well, in season ten, not only are we gonna get that, like we're gonna get that finally get ha- like a real closure, like mm-hmm. for real closure. Literally ten years later. Mm-hmm. But we're also seeing the fact that obviously the found the foundry didn't work out. The saloon is out of business because it burned. Um, I don't think it burned down. I really don't think it did. Um, obviously, what do, think, what do you think Lucas is going to end up doing? Honestly, I, I kind of I think what uh, Chris McNally said about what he desires to see for Lucas to happen, I think is going to happen this season. Hmm. And I think that's going to be the reason why we're not going to get a wedding for season 10. And I could be very wrong. I could be very wrong. But I think Lucas is gonna get really agrees with you. Yeah, no, she's just happy because mom's home. Um, I think Lucas is gonna go broke this season. Mm-hmm. I think he's not gonna be as quick to find something to do. Yeah, I think he's gonna. I I feel like he might go through different things. Mm-hmm. it'd be kind of funny if he went like job popping and he like worked for ned for a minute there and then he goes and, help, and like helps with different things like helps goes and helps leave with the sawmill and like just you know different just well, kind of job words, he's gonna become hickam yeah but he's gonna happen in a more of like a really funnier way because like i could like can you imagine him like in a in like the uh, outfit that ned wore and like working behind the ice cream stand. <laughs> okay, I could be really wrong. Wrong. I could be right wrong, but I, I I feel like he's gonna go through a little bit of a trial. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't really see him going like flat broke simply because Lucas is good with money. But I could mm-hmm. see him like you know struggling to find his footing again, you know. But yeah. I, I don't know. Because back in those times, like especially with them being engaged and everything, like I definitely feel like he's mm-hmm. gonna feel the pressure to get back on his feet a lot. Like you know, and Elizabeth is definitely gonna be there. Like you need to take, you need to, you know, take a breather. Like you, like literally, like this, this, this isn't something you rush through. Oh. Here's a question. Where is Lucas going to be living? Oh. Well, one of the things. It would be kind of comical if he moved in with Nathan. (laughs) (laughs) Or Bill. 
moving in with Bill. <laughs> no, no, you know who I see him moving in with? Gowan. Hickle. Oh, Hickle, yes. Yes. The only one because, like, if you think of, oh, well, I mean, I can probably see Bill, but at the same time, I don't see that happening. Yeah. Maybe for a minute, and then he kicks him out, and then he has to go stay with Hickam or something like that. I can see that kind of happening. <laughs> but the only reason why I don't see him staying with Nathan is because, you know, Allie mm-hmm. is in the house. Not obviously. Allie could go stay with Elizabeth. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's true. But that'd be kind of another thing is like Lucas is homeless. <laughs> but like in, in all honesty, we don't really know how much damage the saloon got. Right. From what I understand, it was only like the like the actual saloon area. I don't think it actually yeah. touched the hotel part of the saloon. I could be very wrong. I'm just saying we don't we don't that's little things that we don't know yet in order to determine what's really gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Like they are not letting anything out. Like, we saw the out of business sign but like other than that we didn't see like anything that's gonna yeah. give us any inkling Mm-mm. at all yeah and obviously we got to see rosemary pregnant which was so adorable mm-hmm. uh but yeah and of course elizabeth at her desk writing her journal and stuff like that but um yeah yeah Oh man. Now that we got completely off of season one, is there anything else we want to say? <laughs> I think we pretty much covered the episode. I think we pretty much covered everything. I will say this. I'm I'm excited to see Jack back in action as doing like something really tough with the Maggie stuff. And I feel like that's also something I want to see more of with Nathan as well. So there's a double hitter there. I want more Mountie stuff. I can always I always love the Mountie stuff. Mm-hmm. there's just something about that red surge just flying through the air on a horse like come on something about a man in uniform yeah. <laughs> it's a tuxedo effect i don't know absolutely i for sure believe in that stuff for sure for sure mm-hmm. but uh honestly i'm i'm honestly just ready for season 10 to start yeah and yeah because honestly then to the anticipation is killing me like yeah. I, I just want to get to a place where nathan is with somebody mm-hmm. preferably may but with somebody and you know that's all i'm just like getting so antsy about yeah and y'all know as always we will be giving our blunt honest opinions on everything as it as it happens and uh, yeah i can't wait either all right we're ready to wrap this one up i think so all right well congratulations guys you made it through another episode of our rambling so round of applause to you guys (laughs) (laughs) oh man um thanks for being here with us guys we really do love each and every one of you and just thanks for all the support that you always give us reaching out to us when we're going through our hard times and praying for us and we have just gained such an incredible community through this podcast and we're very very grateful and grateful for the relationship that we have with each other and uh we'll be back soon hopefully with some friends to be continuing talking about uh these early seasons of when calls the heart um but we love you guys and we'll be back again soon bye bye